are listening to News Source One, Michiana's afternoon podcast special of Michiana Speak Out for this Thursday, December the 30th, 2021. My name is Keith Thews, your host, but it's not all about me talking to you today. It's going to be talking to our own racing expert, Ron Varash. Yes. I mentioned earlier today on a special live video from Elkhart downtown, the COVID testing site, that I'd be talking to a person who's suffering from COVID-19 for three weeks, a severe case. And yes, the big announcement is our own Ron Varash, known by a lot of you and, and loved by a lot of you, he and the missus have been dealing with this dastardly disease since early part of December and so Ron had time to chat so that everybody's in the know on the story of his experience with this horrific pandemic that still keeps on trucking Ron um Ron's been a good friend of the station, and so we look forward to his story. But uh, I want to remind everybody that we do have a winter storm coming into the area on Saturday. And we will be keeping you abreast of the winter storm, where it's going to track, and what type of uh, weather to expect in lower Michigan and northern Indiana um, as it approaches and as it hits. And please tune in to our iRadio channel for the latest bulletins as well as on Facebook under New Source One Michiana. Before we go into my interview and testimony from Ron, we're going to turn things over to our John Schaefer for his end of the year message and then go on for the rest of the podcast today. To the news you've been wanting to know from Ron Varash. Please, if you suspect you have COVID-19, get a test. No matter what the line it looks like, how long it is, get tested. If you have not gotten your shots, please, please, please get your shots. They've been thoroughly tested. I've had all three. Others have had as well do this for your safety. Omicron is pretty bad out there and getting worse. When we come back, John Schaefer. After that, Ron Varash. This is Michigan Speak Out special edition for Thursday the 30th. We'll be playing this all weekend on our iRadio channel and making this available for download for you. Well, another year has just about come and gone and it was a very tough year for many people. COVID-19 is still with us and all the variants and for those who are homeless uh, many have died along with many other folks all across the world, all across this country, 
all across Indiana and Illinois, and many still are dying. And it's not from the cold weather. It's not from starvation. It's not from poor health, being on the streets, sleeping on the ground, and getting very little rest for their bodies. It's not from lack of nutrition and health problems and issues and diseases. It's just from a virus um, that is taking its toll on so many people, including the homeless. Now, when someone is homeless, they don't generally have great access to medical attention. They don't have good nutrition or a strong immune system that can fight off the uh, virus. So they are more compromised and at risk. And they are uh, not always able to wash their hands and use hand sanitizer and sanitizing wipes and things that uh, the rest of us have access to. Um, so they're much more at risk and much more vulnerable. And so many people are not going to see the new year. Uh, for those who do, along with the rest of us, we can only hope that 2022 will be a much better year, healthier year, a more blessed year, and prosperous year. And But mainly, let's hope for happiness and health. Let's hope that homelessness could be uh, solved. And we can only solve them, the problem, and them, each homeless person, by helping one person at a time. Can't help all of them. Can't help the millions that are homeless all around the world. But we can do it one at a time. So maybe in 2022, you could find one homeless person to help. Uh, and maybe it's not necessarily getting them off the streets or into housing or into a shelter. Maybe it's just showing them some kindness and giving them a small gift bag with some toiletries, a blanket, um, and a few things to eat, some fruit, a banana, an apple, a bottle of water, a candy bar, a sandwich, something. Um, and give them a little encouragement, give them a little hope that someone out there actually does care about their welfare and that they are suffering, that they are on the streets. Being on the streets is very, very lonely. It's very scary, especially at night. You're all alone. 
you may not have a great place to lie down at night. You hear all the noises, all the animals, all the pests, all the insects, rodents. Uh, they, you're exposed to them all, and you get bitten uh, by bugs and by spiders, and uh, just can't always treat that. Go to the hospital, um, and so your health is much more affected, and it's rough. It's not easy by any means being homeless and living outdoors. And it's very disturbing to me that so many people think that a lot of homeless choose this existence, this life. Well, give us some thought. Would someone rather be in a nice home or would they rather be sleeping on the streets? What would you prefer? And it's not as easy as we who are housed think it is for them to get off the streets. It's a trap. Homelessness is a trap. And once you're caught in it, it's not easy to escape. But every little bit helps. So if you can offer a little help, it doesn't have to be a lot of help. It all can contribute to maybe giving them hope and aspiration to find a way out of that trap. But for the chronic homeless, they appreciate the handouts because that's what they live by. That's the only way they often can live is from the generosity of kind people giving them handouts and things. And it's important. They are people. They need to survive. They can't always take care of themselves. We in the community must act as a community and help them survive. So make that a goal for 2022, that you help someone who is homeless. You'll be glad you did. It'll be a rewarding experience and it'll be appreciated by that person. And just think, but for God's grace, there go I. And you do not want to fall into that trap of being homeless. And if you were there, you would want and feel the need for someone to be kind and give to you, especially on those days when you lack food or a blanket or something. So give it some thought. And God bless you for acting in kindness.
This is John Schaefer. Thank you this week for listening. Have a great 2022. And now it's my honor to bring you from New Source One Michiana, Ron Varesh's testimony of experiencing COVID-19 and his wife experiencing as well. Due to technical glitches, the interview fully does not begin until three minutes into the recording. Please be patient. Hello, Ron. Is that any better here? Oh, much, much better, much clearer. How are you doing today? Oh, um, boy, better, getting better every day. So I'll definitely say that for sure there. Still a ways to go yet, but um, from where I was at, going back to, you know, December there, early December, it's, uh, I can actually breathe and move around and uh, I can actually function a little, much, much better now. That's good. Well, we are joined here on this very special podcast on Thursday, December the 30th with our own Racing expert, Ron Varash, who has been suffering from COVID pretty severely since about a month, almost yeah. three weeks. And uh, so we're going to take this time of, the, of this podcast to uh, just turn things over to you to share your story. Um, if you've had experience with shots and how you got the disease and what it progressed to. So, Ron, the microphone is yours. Ron, you there? Yeah, let's see if you got reconnected here. Okay, make sure your phone is awake. Ron, you got a signal now? And we're waiting for Ron to uh, reconnect. We've been having some technical problems here. All right, Ron, you there reconnecting? Uh, Looks like we got an internet signal problem here. You just dropped right out. Try one more time, Ron, see if you can get in. Are you there, Ron? Okay, yeah. Is any better right here? Yeah, we got you right now at, we're about three minutes in. and So uh, welcome back and go ahead and talk to us uh, about your experience from the beginning of COVID-19. Yeah, that weekend before, it was like December 4 or 5. I was at my late father's house painting, and I was kind of isolated from everybody. Didn't really feel bad or anything. And then I went to work that following Monday night there on the 6th. As I was leaving work, I was doing some heavy parts. 
and I was feeling pretty, you know, pretty tired. And I thought, well, it's really nothing new. It's, I, you know, I'm going to go ahead and get some sleep and then finish painting that night over this place. And I woke up after sleeping there and I was like really tired. I thought, oh my goodness. It was like, you know, my chest was some congestion in it. And I thought, my goodness sakes. I said, maybe I need to nap a little bit more. So I napped a couple more hours and got up and it felt even worse. And I already had orange juice at the house. Thank God it was on sale at Kroger's. And I already had some Tussum DM at the house from before. And I took some Tussum and drank some juice and kind of laid around. And I was like, I kept dozing off and I'd wake up, doze off. And the next day I called work and said, I don't think I'm going to make it in. I'm really feeling uh, pretty bogged down right now. And they're like, hey, no problem. So that was on Wednesday. Well, then Thursday I was going to get a COVID test, but the place over by the armory here in South Bend on Kimball Street, they stopped doing it. So I ended up getting with urgent care on a Friday, which was the 10th, tested positive. And uh, the doctor checked me over and he, he said, hey, you got a severe case of it. So we, set oh, up an, so we set up an infusion for the following Wednesday. So that weekend, I mean, it was like sleep 10, you know, I'm sleeping 10 hours. I'm sitting in the chair and I doze off and I'd wake up and doze off and just get nothing done. I mean, I'm watching Royal Rumbles and. I'm watching that SRX series from Tony Stewart that was this past year. Thank God I had them on tape yet. And I'm watching, you know, UFO, paranormal, and monster movies and stuff when I can. And uh, I went in for the infusion at the emergency room there in Mishawaka because they were doing it till 2 o'clock. I got that done. They said, hey, it won't kick in for two days. All right. Well, going back to the 10th, that doctor had me on zinc, vitamin uh, C and D. And I was already taking turmeric and... Uh, take my daily vitamin he had aspirin he says if you get any soreness in your legs take an aspirin too because that might help with the clotting so your blood doesn't clot oh my goodness you know so i'm taking the aspirin as well not much of a taste not much of an appetite and uh you know that taking a lot of that medicine will kind of mess your system up there the digestive system because it almost every time you feel like you know you burp a pill or something you know, and then those vitamin C tablets, that's about the only thing I could really taste because those things are so tart, you, you know, them chewable ones. You take a bite of them and go, oh, my goodness. But you swig some water down right afterwards. And my condition was still shortness of breath. I was getting about a second, 1.2 seconds I could breathe, and that was it. And a oh body my gosh. Not much of a fever, no runny nose, coughing a lot. You know, with the shortness of breath, if I breathe through my mouth, and I would catch myself maybe a little bit too much. I would start coughing. And if I got up and went downstairs, I'm out of breath. I, you know, get up and, and I took a bath. I'm getting out of the tub. I'm out of breath. And I'm like, my God, it feels like I just, you know, what's going on here? And uh, so the infusion kicked in. Like I said, I took that on the 15th. About the 17th, it started making me feel a little bit better. I was getting a little bit more of a deeper breath. So and so what was, it? What was the infusion? Tell us about what oh. an infusion is. Okay, that was the Moderna. And I got, you know, they kind of looked at what would be the best uh, medicine or uh, for that deal. So that was just basically I went down to the emergency room and it was already pre-set up and they were doing an oxygen level test. And then they, you know, kind of poppy with the needle, just like in your intravenous. And that was an infusion. And that was, I'm going to say it took about 45 minutes to do that. Maybe. And what, an did, what did they infuse you with? What oh, did they inject was, into you? Oh, that was the Moderna. Um, vaccine for the Moderna medicine and they had another long word that was with it there and uh, it was like two different infusions there 
And, and was it a was it a cold shot? Because I heard that those were like cold shots infusions. Um, this was like for the COVID nineteen, and uh, that's what the the doctor at um, the first place, you know, actually said. Hey, this is what you need to take, and then they, you know we got it. It was ordered and came in, and then that's what I took. But it was uh, the Moderna name behind it. Okay. And, uh, so then about the 17th was that Friday. So, you know, I kind of like, okay, I'm, now I'm finally starting to cough and get a little phlegm out of my, you know, out of the lungs there and stuff. And I'm still having about a second and a half of breath. And that was about it. Still kind of tired. Um, I was getting my taste back finally. Thank God for that. And uh, just, you know, drinking liquids and then just kind of not doing much of anything. Cause I was like, I can make picture frames. I could sort pictures. And then my computer went out, so then that even prohibited me from even doing any kind of picture posting there for a bit, other than Facebook memories. And then kind of go around, you know, 17th, 18th, 19th, I still had that shortness of breath. Now I'm like, now I'm 18 days into this. You watch more stuff on YouTube, research more things. I found out, too, that I'm AB negative, and that's a pretty rare blood type. But a friend of mine, her husband passed away, and she was very ill. And uh, she says, hey, AB-type blood is very susceptible to severe illnesses with COVID. COVID really seems to attack that. Because I don't drink, I don't smoke, really? I don't vape. And I wow. thought, you know, I'm, I'm going to say I'm a horse, but I thought, you know, I, I should be okay. And being pretty active and stuff. But, you know, it, doctor says, hey, it'll hit you. It's going to hit you. But uh, it went around. And then, you know, the week Christmas, I still had that shortness of breath and I thought, man, I go, I'm going to have to get, get into the hospital and get, make sure I don't have pneumonia. Because then you read about COVID pneumonia and blood colliding in the lungs. And if it's not clearing out, that's the fear after so many days. So I went down, back down to uh, the care center there. And I said, I'm, I'm going to need to get into the hospital here and get this checked out. I said, I'm just short of breath. So then they did like a breathing test. And they said they heard a little crackling. And they said, you know, hey, maybe we're going to get you down there. So I went down to the emergency room there, and they did a chest X-ray, a CAT scan, and some different blood tests. I mean, I had IVs in both arms uh, with, you know, holes in my arm and then one in my hand, too. And uh, they said, there's no uh, pneumonia and there's no blood clotting going on in your lungs. And I'm like, whew, you know, that's a relief because you read about Yeah, definitely. So many people on Facebook. I mean, there's a buddy of mine that races down in McLawn. He just got a car like just a couple of days before Christmas, the 26th, he's in the ICU under an induced coma and on breathing. And he's still actually under that right now. And I thought, my wow. God, he's just messaging on the 2030, got another race car for next year. And it hit him and it just kaboom, you know, the, you know, and then kind of going back, we talked about the vitamins, you know, CD and my uh, zinc. And I was taking the daily vitamin already before in Comeric. And I was kind of reading up where you're taking those pills, the vitamins, but they really don't kick in for the first couple of weeks to start fighting COVID until I say about two weeks in. So you're taking, I'm kind of building up the system and then it can start fighting the COVID. But, you know, if you have COVID and you start taking them, it, it's just not going to be like a turnaround, you know, especially if it's a severe case. Other people have mild cases and, you know, they can still really function without even knowing they're ill. But, uh, you know, there's others that, like, say, my shortness of breath was uh, so concerning. And I'm about 2.2, 2.25 seconds now I can breathe in. And that was so much better than the one second because, you know, one second you're, you know, and then it's the dry, hard cough in the throat. And, 
it uh, it can really wear you out just the coughing and sitting up and you know, and then you're reading, watching more things on TV about more and more cases of it happening. And, you know, say, you know, now they're having trouble. You know, like I say, you talked about the rapid testing going on and the uh, other type testing that's longer and the lines are just incredibly long. And then you go to, you know, you look at Walgreens and it's like three or four or five days out to get a test. And uh, it's pretty daunting because it can hit and hit you hard and um, boy, really cause some issues. And I'm 58. So I'm kind of in that risk area there with the age and everything and not knowing the AB negative blood or the AB type blood is even susceptible to severe illness. But boy, when it got to me, it, it did a number. <laughs> I'll say that. Yeah, me. it sounds like it. So when you caught the disease back in early part of December, where do you think you got it? And if it was from work or, and, when I know you and I had talked in person and and off and on, and, and I know you were kind of maybe if I'm correct me if I'm wrong, you know maybe thinking that oh COVID isn't so bad. What really, you know, how did you first you think you got it, and how would you compare COVID to somebody actually having regular flu or a severe cold? Um, you know, going back to that, that weekend I was painting at my late father's house. So I was away from everybody for like Saturday and Sunday. And then uh-huh. I, kinda, I really felt bummed out come Tuesday morning. And when I went to the doctor there on Friday the 10th, and I was telling him, he says, you probably got it at your workplace. And not knowing, I said, you know, that's very possible. I was around people then that night or that day or that night morning. And, uh-huh. uh, Kind of, kind of find out I had, there was three, four other people in my own department that were out with COVID too. So wow. it's very possible that, you know, something got in somewhere, you know, you got people coming in from, you know, truckers coming in, you're handling boxes from different areas, you know, it's very possible, but, uh, you know, I, I've had, you know, the flu and I've had the head cold and I rarely, I mean, I missed two days of work in the last four or five years. So I am just like Mr. Never miss work. And my goodness, that thing, when it hit me, that shortness of breath. And then it's like, it just feels like you went from one of those old style uh, clothes ringers. You know, you go, oh, man, you just sit in a chair and you can't, it's hard to get up and move around. And, you know, wow. you, you, you put TV on and you're like, okay, I'm going to watch something. And then it's two hours later, you doze off and then you, all right, let me put another show on YouTube and, or, you know, on, um, uh, dvr then you just conk out again and you know and they say sleep's one of the best remedies and you know just that congestion in the chest and you know i'm taking that explorant every three hours four hours and that tussum dm and i was talking to the doctor too about that and i said is there any other at first i was first ill i said is there any other medicine there is for covid he says there really isn't they put a lot of time into the vaccine but you know over-the-counter remedies he says, your Tussum DM is about as good as you can get, you know? And I'm like, oh, my God. And, you know, it's got kind of a weird deal with the severe illness like that. And there's no wonder pill to pop in you and, you know, and turn things around there. And, you know, the infusion, that definitely helped. You know, and I, I was really for fear. You know, like, man, I got to get that in me there. And, uh, but, yeah, I've never been that ill and that tired. And now I'm going back to 7th and today's the 30th. And really, I can just think out of all the days, 23 days, I can't really count. I've did much of anything. You know, I've, I've sorted some race pictures out. I've been posting a little bit when I got the computer, new tower for the computer there. And that's about all I've done. And I had so many plans getting other things accomplished and just like forget that. I missed a rumble at Fort Wayne, that race there. 
and uh, just just following things up. You know, I always got things going on in the off season with the racing and that, and sure kind of went went off or not. But I, you know, I am better, and you know, oh, thank wonderful! God, thank God for that because you know it's uh, it's a, an illness that you don't think it's that serious, and then you start seeing the shortness of breath after twenty days, and you're thinking, my God, if I got pneumonia. And then there's been people that, you know, they get in the hospital and they don't come out. And uh, exactly and, you know, the amount of deaths. And the more you watch stuff on YouTube, it's like sometimes it kind of helps a little bit because I learned a little bit more about the vitamins on that. But then there's other stuff with the deaths and that. And the doctor says sometimes that helps watching YouTube. Other times they have more of a story that will get your attention to get you more worried about it than it really needs to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, so what uh, was the fevers like? How bad did your fevers get? And are you now <laughs> contagious still, or are you past the contagious state? Um, going to the fever, I was never, uh, I never, I had the chills the first couple of days, and I had the lack of taste about the same time going on there. And I, my fever, I was like at 99.7, I think, when I got my uh, um, uh, COVID test. So I wasn't really a high temperature, and I never felt like I was burning up, and then hot and cold i just had the chills a little bit and i would turn the i had a couple cats sit on my lap and join me there and that there but uh you know the fever i haven't had a fever now i was at, at the hospital i was back down to 98 7 and uh so it was a good you know they say hey you're good and that was going you know we're going back now eight days and normally they say you know covid you'll have it for 10 days severe cases are 20 20 would have been going back on sunday so um I don't have a fever now. I've been, I mean, you know, you got a home thermometer that you're checking out there and that, and uh, that there. So basically now, you know, being 20 days after the COVID onset, they're saying you're basically, you don't have it. And if they would have seen it there at the hospital, they would have said something. They would just, they did all these different tests and they said, hey, you just got congestion in the chest, but there's no pneumonia and there's no uh, blood clots. So, well, praise uh, God. How about the missus? Did she come down with COVID or no? Believe it or not, she got it. Um, I'm going to go back. Let's see. Mine started on the 7th, and she ended up getting it on, I think, the 17th. She get, she tested positive. So she's still kind of exempt from anything. You know, we're just going to be on the safe side. It was a mild case. And, Thank uh, goodness for that. Of, she was kind of having more like a head cold and more stomach issues where I didn't really have anything like that. And I said, you know what, we'll go down and get checked out. She got checked out and said, yeah, you got COVID-19. And, I mean, she's doing a lot of sleeping. But other than that, there's really uh, no major symptoms. But you always want to be safe and sorry. So you're trying to stay away from everybody and anything you can. And I still go to my father's house to feed the animals over there. But, um, you know, if I go anywhere to a store quick, I, you know, we put the mask on and everything, of course, just to get yeah. your essentials and that. But like I say, thank God they've had orange juice on sale here about the last three four weeks so it's been loading up on that and i'll still sip a pop here and there and you know get the water in you and you know a lot of milk i mean i got my appetite back i'm gonna go back to about right around christmas time i had my appetite back pretty good so i'm eating a lot better now and uh that's kind of helping with the energy too because if you get where you put all them pills in you and you're not hungry and you know them pills is kind of you know you feel it in your stomach sometimes some extra orange juice so it feels like the acid in your stomach and and if you're kind of belching a pill or something and, you know, it's like, oh, goodness sakes, you know, but. Yeah, that's not a too good taste to have. That's for sure. Yeah, you try to eat something that looks good, but you still can't really taste it. <laughs> so, right. It, uh, it kind so of gets, as, gets a little annoying that way there. 
Right. So as we wrap up, and it sounds like you're, you've been suffering and, and the misses from the Delta variant as opposed to the symptoms from Omicron, which are the scratchy throat, excessive tiredness, you know, like a pretty bad head cold, but it's COVID-19. Yeah, they, what would they, be your final thoughts for folks if you had to tell them about, you know, for testing and, and, and everything and the shots? What would you say as you wrap things up? You almost have to say no one's fallible with this. You know, I thought I was kind of like, I say, a horse with my taking my vitamins and not smoking, drinking and vaping. I thought, oh, I won't get it. I'll shoot. Uh, you know, I'm pretty healthy, but boy, it gets you at the wrong place at the wrong time. Uh, I mean, you might want to just look at getting on zinc and, you know, vitamin uh, C and D if you can. I know them C's are chewables and boy, them things have a tart taste. Like it's the only thing I could taste the first week. It was like you chew on those. I tried to swallow one and they're, they're big pills. And I thought, I got to chew this thing up. And it was a chewable. And you talk, you know, remember them sweet tarts years ago? This oh, yeah, I remember those. Them ain't no, this is no sweet tart. It's like you chew it and you go, oh, my God, you know. So you chew it real quick and, you know, drink something to kind of help wash it down there and that. But, uh, you know, it wouldn't hurt to get on some zinc and vitamin C and D. And, even, you know, and just keep eating, you know, you know, if you, once you lose that taste. And you start feeling feverish, don't, you know, don't be ashamed to go down and get a test and make sure what it is. Because, like I say, it could be a common cold, but, like say, mine turned into something that I would have never thought of, you know, with the shortness of breath quick like that and the congestion. And then it doesn't want to break up. It just wants to keep, you know, lingering. And you're doing that hard cough. And it's like nothing's coming up. And, you know, it's like, man, is this hurting the chest when you do that hard cough. And then, you know, the out-of-breath feelings, just like man that's just that's a that's a almost feels like you're drowning which literally wow you know the blood clotting goes on in your lungs and then it drowns out the lungs because then it shortens the capacity of the lungs you don't get it checked out quick enough they can start festering in there and building up even you know start expanding and then that's where people go down and get you know they're on the ventilator and you know things and when you go in here at that stage it gets really tough to make it i know a friend of mine from kitchen she came out of it fine a race driver, Angola, he came out of it fine. There's a couple other guys that I know that, you know, friends from racing and that, and they got it and it hit them hard. And, it, you know, a week later, they're gone. And it's like, oh my gosh, it's, uh, who would have ever guessed? You know, he kind of thought this would have passed by now, but it looks like this is going to be a forever type deal. And it's going to keep yeah. doing some different things. And no doubt about that. And, it's uh, still going on. Yeah. So I say get on some vitamins just to be on the safe side and, just, just be careful who you're around, but, you know, like I say, people can have it and don't show symptoms, so you don't, just like, especially with New Year's Eve coming up and, you know, wanting to go to a busy grocery store or, you know, don't even be afraid to mask up. You know, I was never a big one on that, but now it's like, I'm going to put it on now. <laughs> mm -hmm. And I, you know, the chance of me getting it again, you know, I said, you got the immunity now, the doctor says, hey, you're going to get that immunity for this, you probably won't get it again. But, you know, it's like, it, it can still happen. You know, there's still that percent. You know, I thought, I wouldn't get it to start with this severe, but knowing I said I got wow. that AB type negative blood, that might be part of it too, that I can catch it again and it can, you know, really work you over there. Mm -hmm. Well, thank God that you are on the, on the winning side and you're going to be back to work here pretty soon. And thank goodness that your wife's had a mild case and we're all just going to pray for you uh, in the racing and, and, and group community and, and pray for continued recovery for you and for everybody else. And if you are feeling sick or you suspect anything, get that test. If you haven't had your shots, please get your shots. So, Ron, I have to get going here, but thank you for sharing your story. 
And I hope that's helpful for those who listen today. Oh, not a problem. I'm surprised, you know, how many people when I kind of, I was trying to keep it kind of semi-private, just let my kids know and a few friends saying, Hey, I'm, I'm down right now. But you know, it's, uh, it's, you know, people are like, Hey, are you all right? You haven't been posting like you normally do. And I'm like, well, you know, I kind of got COVID what, you know, and then I kind of get more in detail and I'm like, just keeping it low key. I, you know, especially around Christmas, you hate to have downers. I know my father passed away. Actually, it was this weekend last year or the earlier. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. You know, so it's like, man, I don't want to really bog the family down or people down. It's like, you know, it's, uh, but you know, life, those, you know, when they want you, they're going to, you know, you're going to go for whatever reason, but, uh, right. It, uh, buddy of mine was talking about a driver that passed away and he put it on the South end site. And a lot of people were like, Oh my God, you know, and I'm like, actually I'm out of the hospital as of Monday night and I am doing better. So, I mean, that's a lot, you know, it's, but when I was in the hospital, you just never know. There's so many people down there. I mean, there's, it's amazing. When I went to that ER to get that infusion and I was on my way out, there was people lined up to go back in the ER room, but they went to get the COVID shots out of the way till two o'clock. And I walked out in that hallway and I'm like, oh my goodness. You know, oh my gosh. That's I just, mean, there's a lot of other crazy. things going on with people's illnesses, but you know, mm-hmm. this, this COVID thing's really, when you call up to get an appointment and you know, you're four or five days out, it's like, wow. You know, yeah, it's, it's pretty bad out there. We're still in condition red as of today. I know Marshall County was, in the orange, but I think it might be going back to the red. So, Ron, I will let you go so you can get some more rest and recuperate. And I will be glad to share this story this whole weekend. Thank you so much. All right. Oh, no problem there, Keith. I'm glad, you know, everybody's hanging with the support. And, you know, a lot of positive vibes on Facebook with friends and family. And, and that's important. And workmates, too. And, uh, you know, it's just, uh, you know, you got to, you know, any kind of support's good to see, you know, because sometimes you feel down and out. And it's like, oh, my God, what's going to be next here? You know, and but, you know, there's always a lot of people pulling for you. And, you know, it's uh, it's just a human factor, you know, mm-hmm. for sure. Exactly. Well, you take care, bud. And many prayers for you and the missus. All right. All right. Thank you so much now. Take care, bud. We'll be talking racing soon. Okay. Bye-bye now. Bye-bye. And please get your tests and please make sure you get your shots. This concludes our special for Michigan Speak Out for the 30th of December. Happy New Year's.